This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please feel free to give us a call. 808-791-2924 is our number. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. Now, it's easy to argue the case that football is America's favorite sport. That much is clear from the year-round coverage it receives online and on TV. And here we are in the middle of the offseason, and football's still making headlines, thanks to the NFL draft. There was a time when the draft wasn't even on TV. You had to look in the newspaper the next day to see who your favorite team selected. But now... Prior to the draft, we're inundated with months of breathless coverage about college prospects to see which NFL team needs to fill their roster and how. Well, with the draft coming up, which is, I think, a very exciting time, I thought it would be fun to do our show today based on the NFL draft. So don't worry, we're not going to break down college football players you've never heard of. We're actually going to draft what we feel are the best tips to improve your finances for 2021. So uh, I think my co-host with us always, uh, Tony Shore, is going to be excited uh, about that. He's a big football fan. And this is going to be called Selections in the 2021 Improve Your Finances Draft Game. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Tony? <laughs> wow, you've really uh, you've really put together a show here today, Greg. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to keep wow. it interesting. But hey, you know? I want to point out something you said there. It's so true. The NFL draft used to be nothing. I mean, all all major sports drafts, period, were just like, you know, if you, you, there'd be a blurb in the newspaper or once ESPN became a network, you know, you they'd report on it there after the fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the NFL, you have to hand it to the NFL for their marketing and branding because they've turned the draft. It's not the level of a Super Bowl, but it's it's up there. I mean, cities, it's an event. It's an event now to have the NFL draft and compete to have the NFL draft. They have to have, I remember it was in Nashville, or going to be in Nashville a couple years ago, and they had to have X amount of hotel rooms. They were putting up high-rise hotels in Nashville, uh, and they had to get them done in time. Otherwise, they couldn't have the draft there because they have to have X amount of rooms. It's become such a big deal, and... It is amazing, and I I admit I'm I'm into it. NFL football, pro football is my favorite sport. Uh, I love to watch it, and I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not totally like crazy like a lot of folks are. But yeah, do I I play fantasy football? I like watching games. Uh, of course, I'm from Minnesota, so the Vikings are my team. Um, and so you can feel sorry for me now. That's where you should feel sorry for me. I mean, it's not, but it's Ooh. not like I'm a Jets fan or something. I mean. <laughs> At least I have a half. <laughs> That's true. Half that that would be bad. But the thing is, is uh, it, the draft has become this huge thing. So I think it's fun that we're going to do this. Uh, I love the idea. 
uh, we can combine some really good financial information with with some fun here, Greg. And I'm guessing our listeners don't have to be big football fans or experts to get something out of today's show either, right? You got it. You, you don't need the no difference between the, a Las Vegas Raider and a Tampa Bay Buck to get some <laughs> financial info during our show today. A couple of eye patch teams. We got two of them. How about that? <clears throat> The pirate. I know, isn't it? It's still still weird to say Las Vegas Raiders. Weird. I mean, because their season last, like the big opening of that grand stadium was put on yeah. hold, and the draft was going to be in yep. Vegas last year, and there was yeah, it was ugh, it was crazy. But it's going to be fun. Um, and let me preface uh, the first pick by saying that we're choosing from this list from a U.S. News and World Report article. There's 50 ways to improve your finances in 2021. So I liked the article. There were so many on there, and then. You know, ESPN was on the background and I'm thinking, okay, well, what if we could just pick a few of these and then, hey, I thought it'd be fun. Let's do a draft. So uh, I should also note that many of the article's tips are by no means exclusive to this year. They're the kinds of things you can apply, you know, at any time. So without further ado, with the first selection of the 2021 Improve Your Finances draft, I select Negotiate Your Salary. This is both a very simple and powerful step. Throughout the year, keep a running tally of your professional accomplishments at work and how those accomplishments have helped your company as a whole. Then take that list to your supervisor and know your worth and don't be afraid to be your own best advocate. Do some bragging. (laughs) Do some bragging. I love it. Uh, And for a lot of us, though, the idea of requesting a meeting with our boss to ask for more money sounds like it's about as much fun as going to a six-hour Italian opera. Uh, No thank you. But but if you oh, do go to bat for yourself, if you don't, I should say, if you don't go to bat for yourself, who would? I mean, who who's going to do it? You have to do it. And if you're performing well in your job, you shouldn't be afraid to toot your own horn a bit, right? Absolutely. And and I like the six-hour Italian opera. I just <laughs> no. uh, got a flashback when uh, we, my wife and I were in Paris and we t- toured the uh, opera house there, which is beautiful. And we went during the day and like looked at it and I kind of got all inspired. And then I heard there was like an opera playing that night. And I thought, man, how fun would it be to go to uh, an opera in Paris at the opera house? And it was an Italian opera. And oh, my God, like it was so we had to we had to leave. We, we couldn't no. stand it. Yeah. Yeah, they're long and boring. Yeah, to be honest, nothing, nothing against yeah. it, but yeah, um, well, it's yeah, not it my was, cup of tea. It's not for us. It's not for you yeah. and I. Right, <laughs> right. right. I, but I was caught up in the moment. You know, give me a break. <laughs> but let's go to the next selection in our draft is begin accumulating wealth as quickly as possible, and the best way to do that is to utilize all the tools at your disposal, including moderating your spending, taking full advantage of employee benefits, especially your 401k matches, being very smart about debt, and investing wisely. In fact, investing may be one of the best reasons to build a strong relationship with an experienced financial services professional. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you should be working with a financial services professional, and I would argue that a good one like yourself, Greg, is really a lot like a great football coach. I mean, you're there to help people get the most out of things, and, uh, you know, uh, I think people should think of themselves as Joe Montana and you as their coach, Bill Walsh, right? Oh, I'll I'll take that as a compliment. I like that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, some financial service professional like myself that uses third-party uh, fiduciary money managers have access to special portfolios that you just can't find, 
you know, by like like you can with sure. mutual funds. You have to work with a, an right. investment advisor to get access to these things. Um, the third selection in our 2021 Improve Your Finances draft is considering a second job. Ooh, okay, I know, like, not all draft picks are good ones. That's why I had to throw this one in here. A second job? Come on. <laughs> well, I know you work hard, and the idea of making more is probably enough to make you want to take your ball and just go home and quit the game. But, you know, who says you have to get a second job that, that's unpleasant? You know, write down some hobbies, things you're interested in, uh, maybe your talents. And I'd be willing to bet there's something on that list that you could do to put a few more bucks in your pocket. Well, yeah, and a second job doesn't have to be a burden or, you know, uh, sometimes people assume the second job has to be something that's going to be a slog, and that's likely not the case. You know, you can get something, doing something you like or that might be fun for you. Yeah, I've got um, a couple clients actually that, you know, drive Uber, you know, one or two days a week, make a couple hundred bucks and over a month, that's $800,000 that goes into a, an investment account. Boom, you're going to be retiring a yeah, lot sooner. True. Well, the next selection I have, um, I think you actually advocated for this on our show earlier, Tony, and that's getting rid of cable. Yep. And that's uh, something that I think is pretty easy for most folks. Uh, and for me, uh, it, it's been great. You know, the our monthly bill was 150 bucks. It's it's gone now, and we still have Netflix, HBO Max, Hulu, Disney Plus. A lot of these are extremely cheap, and that's you know I've got all the entertainment I could ever want. I don't really need those shows anymore. So just make sure you're keeping an eye on on how much you're using them, and if there's one that you're not using too often get rid of it. Uh, unlike cable, getting rid of these streaming services is as easy as a click of a button. So it saves a lot of money. Well, yeah, it, def it definitely does. And I think, you know, some of our listeners might think they just can't do without live TV or local TV, but I think they should check out one of the streaming services that offers live and local TV, like YouTube TV. That's what my wife and I use. And there's also Hulu Plus Live and, and other services out there. And they're cheaper and easier to cancel than traditional cable. Uh, now, this has been a great show so far, Greg, but let's take a minute to let our listeners know how they can put this financial plan into place. I know you're offering a cost-free, uh, no-cost, no-obligation consultation, correct? Yeah, for all of our listeners uh, that want to get a plan in place, uh, I encourage you to uh, give us a call, 808-791-2924. If you're curious, too, they've got a lot of great videos and resources on our website at therogroup.org. Check us out and even hit the Contact Us link and drop drop me a question. I love answering questions uh, from our listeners. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, let's keep going. Let's keep this rolling. Keep the draft going. We're talking about some steps you can take to stabilize your personal finances in 2021 and beyond. And to add a fun wrinkle, Greg, you've been modeling this episode on the upcoming NFL draft. Uh, so let's keep it going. What's your next selection in the 2021 improve your finances draft? Well, the next selection is co-manage your money. Now, if you have a spouse or a partner who has all the family's money management duties, the article notes that you may be bound for some trouble. So the article that we're picking our, our picks from is from U.S. News & World Report, 50 Ways to Improve Your Finances in 2020, uh, 2021. <clears throat> and it notes that a spouse or partner who doesn't have hands-on role in the family finances will often see their financial knowledge and skills erode over time. And if the relationship ends or 
the money managing spouse or partner passes away, uh, the other person's going to have a lot to learn very quickly and there might be some rough financial waters ahead. So to prevent that potential future outcome, make sure the financial strategy matters are discussed openly and honestly and everybody you know knows what what's going yeah, on. There you go. And, and I think that's that's really good is to uh, have that open conversation and make sure everybody does know uh, what's going on. And this is another great opportunity, obviously, to tout the value of working with a financial services professional, because then you can ensure both parties in a relationship have an advocate that can answer their questions, address their concerns, and keep them on track. And I think sometimes it's easier to address financial concerns with an outside neutral person like yourself. Yeah, that's that's really a great point. You know, when when the both have questions and there's somebody to bounce it off of, um, it it really helps. And also organization, having your assets organized is a big deal. And, you know, we mentioned on the show, we use the generational vault, which is your virtual online safety deposit box. Everything gets loaded in. So all members of the family know where all the financial stuff is. So, yeah, that's a great point. It definitely helps. Moving on to our next selection, Mr. Shore is to calculate your net worth. Now this is simple, but it's a valuable step and it should really uh, be done immediately if you haven't done so already. And a lot of people are surprised when they learn this. I can't tell you how many times I've seen this because I do this through the generational vault. I load everybody's assets and my clients, you know, real estate and their debts and it's net worth at your fingertips. And a lot of it surprises people to see it. Um, So net worth is simple to subtract your debts from your assets and the amount that you're left with give you a nice picture of where you're at right now and what you need to do to build a a brighter financial future. I think that's great. And I think the concept of net worth is often chalked up as a concern for only the wealthy. But no matter how big or small your paycheck is, you should know your net worth. Yep, absolutely. Our, our next selection in the Improve Your Finances draft is avoiding extreme personal financial strategies. So look, I, I think just about anyone could benefit from tightening up their finances. But if you're too strict, you're too frugal, it could end badly. Um, also, you're you're more likely to become frustrated with an extreme financial plan and then end up just giving up the whole thing. It's kind of like an extreme diet. You know, if you go on a crash extreme diet, it's, it's less likely to work. You have to do something that's realistic that you're likely to stick with. Extreme financial strategies often you know, make don't make an allowance for uh, emergencies or unexpected uh, spending that you might have. So smart to be to be wise and be frugal and be strategic, but don't be extreme. Right. Yeah, that that's really important. So and I think the working with somebody like yourself to build that financial strategy and a budget is a great way to build that roadmap for the future while also making sure your life right now isn't completely full of financial sacrifice. Yes, absolutely. And our our next selection actually is a good segue into, into the next pick, which is building an emergency fund. Now, this is one that's near and dear to my heart, and it's just, it's so important. I always make sure when I'm doing a retirement plan that there's an emergency fund. No matter how well we plan our finances, the reality is that none of us really knows what the future has in store. And the general rule of thumb is to have three to six months of income available in a liquid account that you can access today. And saving that kind of money for a lot of people might seem like a tall order, um, but 
if you find yourself suddenly out of work uh, or you're in need of a major repair or medical expense or something, rather than going into high interest debt over it and digging yourself a deeper hole, it's it's going to seem worth it. And it just gives you a, a sense of, of well-being to know that you have that yeah. security. Yeah, I think that's huge. And I think you're putting together a really strong roster of tools to improve uh, our finances in 2021. So what's the next selection? Next selection in our draft is to learn to say no. And when a family member or friend comes to you for a loan or even just a small handout, you have the right to say no, especially if it's going to derail your carefully designed financial strategy. And certainly saying no might you know, cause some hurt feelings, might be uncomfortable, but going into debt to help out a friend or family member just isn't Unless worth it. Unless it's a co-host that co-hosts your show with you, <laughs> then you should no, say yes Tony. if they need money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Craig, no! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So I think a lot of us have probably had that experience, though. Uh, and like you say, saying no usually isn't much fun. But at some point, you have to uh, really, you know, create those boundaries and look out for your own financial self-interest. Yes, and I think most uh, people have had the hardest time saying no to to kids. You know, not necessarily friends or anything like that, but when your kids need money, uh, it's hard to say no, but it might be in their uh, best interest to do so. The next selection has the double benefit of being good for your finances and your health. So kind of like that pass catching running back. Uh, this one's a, a double uh, talent oh, wow. here, and it's learning how to cook, ah. which... I embrace this because I've actually, uh, over the last couple of years, have gotten in into cooking, and it's it's a good hobby. It's also a way to express creativity, you know, please your family. When you eat out regularly, you even if you limit your your purchases to fast food or or those you know bentos and casual restaurants and plate lunch sure. places, it still adds up quickly in terms of money and, and and calories and health. So start off with some easy recipes, you know, maybe a an Instapot, you know, the new pressure cooker recipes, they're fun to do, the crock, uh, crock pots, the old school way of doing it. Um, I personally, uh, sous vide is, is so much fun. If anybody's ever done that, sous vide means under yep. vacuum. It's a water heater. You, you vacuum seal your food in a bag and you slowly heat it up. It cooks in its own juices. It's foolproof. It's fun. And what I do is I buy all my, you know, meats and things like that in bulk, like at Costco, freeze them in the bags. They stay good for a year. You sous vide them and they're perfect. So have lasting ingredients in your pantry and in your freezer. Have fun with your cooking. Uh, doing so will not only make it easier on your wallet, but it will be good on the waistline yeah, as well. Yeah, and you've, you've uh, told me about that, the sous vide. So uh, we're going to start doing that here, I think. I, that's a great idea. But you're right. I mean, it really adds up... Uh, I would encourage our listeners to even take a look at the 30 days uh, of their bank statement, take a look at a month, and add up everything they spend on restaurants. And I'm guessing a lot of people out hmm. there would be surprised by the grand total, how much they're spending each month, and what that adds up to uh, per year for food, for eating out. Yep, no doubt. I'm sure it would surprise a lot of people. And I'm sure people have saved some, you know, with the working at home thing. But, you know, if you go back to work and you're eating out and you're not packing your lunch, it, it adds up. 
the next selection in the 2021 financial draft is building a passive income stream. So one of our earlier picks, we mentioned the value of getting a second job, doing something that you enjoy, uh, but a passive income stream is a little different and may include things like renting out that spare room in your house, um, writing, uh, writing a book maybe, uh, developing an online class, um, or boosting, you know, what you're kicking into your retirement accounts. And I, I heard a friend of a friend, this is a story uh, that one of my friends told me, is that this yoga instructor friend of hers had gone out of business and she's doing this thing with um, Airbnb events or something, I think what, what it's called. It's like it's people who rent an Airbnb come to Hawaii, look to see what's fun to do. And so she started doing that, doing yoga in the park. She's making a thousand dollars a week doing yoga yeah, in the park. Wow, what a great thing. And she probably loves it too. Wow, yeah. that's great. Well, and that's the type of thing you need to look at. And that's a great way to make a little extra income. Now, we're looking today at some of these ways that you might be able to improve your personal finances in 2021 and for years to come. And I think this has been fun, kind of a, making a play on the NFL draft, doing our own little financial draft here. So what's next? Well, the next selection is to get rid of unnecessary expenses. Now, uh, just as a reference, we're using this 50 Ways to Improve Your Finances uh, article from US News and World Report uh, as our reference. Now, and no matter how well you budget and no matter how closely you are monitoring your spending, chances are you're making some purchases you don't need. And that's just reality. And I'm not talking about, you know, morning latte at Starbucks or getting a drink after work, you know, for Pauhana with your coworkers. I'm talking about expensive subscriptions that you probably forgot about and that you're not using enough to even justify the expense. Right. Yeah. You don't have to make huge sacrifices, but there are unnecessary things uh, that you could possibly cut out. And I think this is another place where working with uh, someone like yourself, Greg, is really going to be uh, beneficial because you can help advocate, um, you know, uh, them go through the finances and say, hey, what's this? Do you really need this? And when it comes to your money, you can't really put a price on a good second opinion, right? Right. You know, it's not what you make, it's what yep. you keep. And uh, <clears throat> it's a very, very uh, good point, Tony. Now, time for our next selection. A, a lot of good picks are off the board now. So as any good general manager knows, there there's always good players to be had if you know how to <laughs> scout. So like this one, don't automatically be afraid of debt. Now, it's common sense to avoid debt as much as possible, especially with regard to high interest and credit card debt. That's certainly true. But remember, not all debt is the same. Not all debt is created equal. For example, a certain debt like student loans, mortgages, business debt, and potentially even auto loans may ultimately provide a worthwhile return on your investment. I actually constantly have clients asking me, hey, should I pay off my house or should I use this money for, for something else? And the answer is, you know, if you look at the interest rates, 3%, would you rather have your money not work against you at 3% or have it work for you at 7 or 8%? So that's the way you got to look at it. Some debt is good. You know, very affluent people use debt. It's called, good debt is called leverage. It has a sure. name for it. So not all debt is Well, is yeah, equal. and if it can make you money in the long run, you have to look at that and that one really resonates with me. I mean, going into a manageable amount of debt, especially if it's at a lower interest rate, like a lot of debt is now, 
and you know help you maybe earn an advance uh, you know earn that advanced degree that may be exactly what you need to add a little fuel to your career and increase your earning potential i mean if a master's degree could increase your paycheck by 20 grand a year well it's not going to take you long to pay off what you spent to get that degree right exactly you, you nailed it money well spent return on investment um, the next selection in our draft is to closely examine your insurance needs earlier in the show we mentioned that you should make sure you're not overspending on insurance but also the reverse is true. Many folks presume they have everything they need when it comes to health insurance, disability, life insurance through their employer, but that's not often the case. Go through your insurance, double check you have everything you and your family need. And remember, insurance might not be the place you want to be cutting corners to try to save a buck. Uh, it's necessary in a lot yeah. of cases. Yeah, I think that's that's really important because if you find yourself in a position where you have to come up with money out of pocket, because of an insurance gap, that's going to be a frustrating place to be. Yep, exactly. Um, our next selection is define your goals. And as a, it's a great way to simplify and refocus your finances during the rest of 2021. And we hear the word goals all the time in our lives. And whether it's financial goals, professional goals, family goals, we're constantly reminded to set them. And when it comes to your financial goals, focus on short-term medium-term and long-term ones. A short-term goal may be save enough money to get a place without roommates, uh, you know, for our younger uh, sure. people out there. Uh, from there, a medium-term goal would be to sock away money you need to, to start a family and purchase a home. And then a solid long-term goal might be to work with a financial services professional to build that strategy that lets you retire when, where, and how you want. Sure. And some of our listeners are probably closer to retirement than they are to living with roommates. But I think even if you're in your 50s, you can still have goals in all three of those important categories. Yep. Well said. And our, our next selection in our draft is to ignore trends, which given the, the internet saturated times we live in, it's easier said than done. But let's be honest, trends can potentially get us into financial trouble, whether it's the tiny house craze, house flipping, cryptocurrency, there, there's plenty of latest and greatest out there. But there's also a reason um, the tried and true is, well, tried and true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, Greg, great final pick for our Improve Your Finances draft of 2021. A fun show, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, we covered a lot in this episode, a lot of picks. Uh, I can't wait to see what the uh, media thinks and gives me my draft grade uh, tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but if you'd like more information uh, about what we discuss, uh, I'd encourage you to visit my website at the rogroup.org or give my office a call 808-791-2924 we can have a conversation of how we can get your goals short mid and long term put together in a solid retirement plan for you all right and that wraps up another episode of retirement paradise with our host greg Gunn. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. 
Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.